Love Today podcast. My name is Tracy McBeath. I am the health and healing coach. I'm so glad you are here. Now is time just for you. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anywhere. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. All you need to do is sit back and relax and let what I'm going to share wash over you. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the You Have Today podcast. Oh my goodness, it has been a little while. I did say that I would get to these when I could. Today I have a bit of time to sit down and have a chat. So please make sure you do subscribe so that you do get notified when I do release one. So the last one was back on the 22nd of June, the confidence episode. So that's over a month ago. And so much has happened in that month in that um, I have been to Katoomba and done the TED Talk, which was amazing. And I did say that I would come back and share it with you. But two weeks later, it was released. So it is already out on the TEDx YouTube channel after they told us it was going to take three months, but it's, uh, it's already out. So I'll put the link below. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Tell me what you think. Uh, I am very, very proud of it. And we should be proud of the things that we've done. Our mind is really focused on negativity in that it's always going to tell us what we haven't done yet, what we've still got to do. But it's so important to stop and cultivate and remember the things that we have actually done. Uh, And this year has been pretty phenomenal for me. You know, not that it's, you know, I didn't wake up and it all hasn't just landed in my lap. Of course, I've been working very hard for the last really eight years, I guess, towards, I don't know, I didn't have goals. I just wanted to start living my life and start enjoying it. And that is my constant goal is just to keep living. I've got nothing to prove to myself or anybody. I just want to create And I'm also excited to let you know that following on from the TED Talk, I am now doing a face-to-face workshop in Melbourne. Giving it a go, it's going to be something I'm going to put a huge amount of effort into because I think this is where I want to go. If this is successful in Melbourne, I will definitely look next year to do this on the road around Australia. It's not going to be about diet. It's going to be about putting you back in the navigator's seat of your own inner GPS. I'm going to show you what is in the way for most of us in terms of living the life we want to live, making the choices that we want to make in each day, because that is life. You add up enough days, weeks, years, and decades, that is your life. So when we want to make different choices, we want to make changes in our life. How do we do that? Everyone knows real food's healthy and processed foods and sugars isn't and too much alcohol and not sleeping enough and not doing any moving. We all know that because we have an inner knowing inside of us that tells us that we're feeling crap, that we have no energy, that we're exhausted. The specifics around lifestyle changes are easy when we understand our mind and we understand what's in the way of making the changes that we want to make. And essentially, that is a lot of conditioned thinking that most of us are walking around with totally unaware that we have it and that is dictating the way we see the world. So it's going to be about my 12 steps to create 
Uh, let me just look. I'm looking at it here on Eventbrite. It's actually out. I haven't publicly announced it yet. I've just sent it to a couple of people. Only 50 spots and there is an early bird out at the moment. But it's called the Become the Navigator of Your Own Life. The 12 Insights to Reclaim Your Mind, Body and Wisdom in a one-day workshop. It's Sunday the 12th of November. There's plenty of time to get organized. Uh, 9.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Oakley. Oakley, not far from Chadston. It's about a 20-minute train ride from the center of Melbourne. It's going to be an incredible day. And I'm going to take you through those 12 insights. We're going to do it as a group. We'll have some opportunity for small groups, for discussion. I have a couple of exciting gifts to give you, which will be an actual journal of my second book, which won't have been released yet. Going to be the daily insight journal that I'm going to put together for you as well as another gift that I'm not going to tell you what that is until you arrive. So check it out on my website, go to my website, go under work with Tracy and you will see, um, obviously I'm going to have the link below as well, but if you're in Melbourne or close to Melbourne or you can get to Melbourne, I encourage you to come along. If we address these things, then making changes in our life becomes a lot easier. And in my talk, I talk about uh, the top, I'm sorry if you can hear my washing machine, it's cold here in Melbourne and the pipes are making a hell of a noise <laughs> as the water goes on and off. So apologies if you can hear that in the background. Anyway, Bonnie Ware in her book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, and I mentioned this in my TED talk, says that the number one regret of the dying is that I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. This is what you're going to walk away with being able to tap in to that quiet courage to change what you need to change in your life so that you do not wake up and realize you've you've lived a life that you don't want to live. You haven't lived your life. You've lived the life that others want of you. And that doesn't feel good. And that means we're probably sitting in a pretty horrible feeling most days and that feeling's then reflected onto everybody else around us. And we have a view that life is pretty crap. Well, life isn't crap. Life is absolutely amazing. And you can totally change the view that you're seeing through when you understand the stuff I'm going to share with you. Anyway, I hope you come along. So to the insight from my book, which is still selling really well on Amazon. Um, and it is a book that people come back to often. And I encourage you to do that. You will read an insight a few months later and you'll see something different. There is an endless amount of opportunity to see something new in every single one of these insights and as I say to my clients every time I write something to share I actually see it in a different way as well and that's the gift of being open to constantly seeing new things and to knowing that there's always more to see in life and where you are right now is where you are right now but who knows where you can be when you change the way this that you see the world tomorrow I'm going to read Insight 54. So Insight 54 is what is the difference between someone who reaches their goals and someone who doesn't? Consider this question now, then after you've read today's Insight, come back and see if you would change your answer. What is motivation? Most people will say it is a feeling to do something. It looks easy when we're feeling good, hard when we're not. It seems to come and go, wax and wane, and while we generally start anything, we do with the best of intentions. 
often when the feeling of motivation leaves us, we're at a loss as to what to do. We're filled with habitual thoughts that reflect beliefs around lack of discipline, unworthiness, our inability to do anything. All unhelpful thoughts I have already shown you are not worthy of your attention. I have found that a better way to describe motivation is to think of it more like your state of mind or your mood. Whether we act or don't act usually comes down to the attention we give the thinking we have in any given moment. Your state of mind determines your clarity of mind in the moment. But guess what? Moods are a part of normal human behavior. They go up and down, changing like the weather. How caught up in your state of mind you get will determine your ease of flow throughout your day and your level of motivation to get things done. Do you totally believe you're thinking from a place of a low mood or are you able to observe, stand back, get curious without being drawn in? In low moods, our habitual mind is loud, bossy, and it doesn't want us to change. How much we are impacted by this natural ebb and flow of our state of mind in any moment is going to come down to our understanding of where our experience of life is coming from. And the fact that most of what we think is totally optional. When we want to change our behavior, we must focus on new thinking, not the old stale habitual thinking that has kept you doing the same things over and over. It's so important to understand what drives our behavior if we want to change it. But what drives behavior is largely invisible to most people. The most obvious and important realities are often the ones that are hardest to see. David Foster Wallace said, we are always driven to act from thought in the moment, always, no exception. Thought leads to a feeling, although sometimes we notice the feeling first, which leads to a behavior, which leads to a result. How often have you paid attention to the thought feeling behavior connection? If you're anything like me, I had no awareness of this until I did. But once you start to become aware of it, you will start to notice this connection and wake a lot more up to your experience of life. To be able to change behavior, we must create space between your reaction and the habitual mind, which is where all your habitual thinking sits. Seeing yourself as separate from this habitual, mostly unhelpful brain junk is the key to effortless behavior change. Seeing this at a deep level allows for change to just happen as our thinking changes. But you don't need to get busy on changing your thoughts. It's way easier than that. All we need to see is that we can opt out of the unhelpful thinking. And you will know this thinking because it doesn't feel good. It's often the same thoughts that go around and around. And they are very bossy, loud and strong. Like your life depends on your attention to it. When we're trying to stay motivated and change our behavior, it is these old familiar and habitual thoughts that return, which gets in our way the most. We believe them, we follow them, and motivation looks lost. The difference between someone who appears totally motivated in life and someone who appears not to be motivated 
is simply the thinking they pay attention to. So, so relevant, obviously, to my TED Talk, to my workshop. And the other thing I have to let you know is that my Art of Thriving, my six-monthly long-term program, has opened just for this week for new members and it will close again at the end of this week. Um, I'm gifting this opportunity because I know there's a few people waiting in the wings wanting to join in. Otherwise, it's January before the next round starts again. This is a long, this is a lifetime membership. So once you step in, you can stay for as many rounds as you like. And for my people that have been with me for the three rounds will know that every time I see something new, guess what? I share it with you. So every round looks different because you're different as well and you will bring different things to the group and it it is so enriching to know that just showing up to something like this is going to gift you with some insight on how you can thrive in this one beautiful life. So all the details you need are below and I've got a 50% obviously off opportunity for you to step in because I just want you to step in. That's all. Don't overthink it. I promise you if you show up you are going to see what you need to see. I will put all the details below and it was lovely, lovely to be here with you and uh, I'll come back again really soon. Have an awesome day. Bye for now.